It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the After 9 Podcast. Today is Friday, the 1st of November. 60 days left in the decade. 60 days left in the decade. That's it. Think about that for a minute. The decade. A lot had... When you look back on your decade, is it a... Like pretty, like a lot of stuff happened. A lot I of think stuff about happened. My decade, and I think, yeah, that was a busy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had kids. Uh, I, well, we do, don't need to do the whatever. Whole. Yeah, no, but a lot of stuff. Uh, two two different jobs. I got two, divorced. Two kids. You got divorced. Mm-hmm. I moved twice. It'll be twice before the end of the year. Right. Crazy. Yeah. We'll do a whole retrospective on. <laughs> let's, do, let's do that. It started when I was, no. Um, but you know, it's one of those things though, when you look back at, at 10 years of your own lives and you think about how much happens and then it's also cool. It's kind of a refresh button at the same time. If you think of it that way, right? If you think of that 2020 is being hitting, hitting the refresh button. I like when people can look at things in that perspective. Sure. There's hope. Right? There's there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. A new beginning. That's great. Is on the way. If you're looking for a new beginning. We had a great podcast yesterday. If you didn't listen to episode 110, go back and listen to it. We were talking about the mechanics of a threesome. And later on in this podcast, we will replay today's missed connections from our radio show on 91.5 The Beat. But about threesomes, we asked you, do you have any questions? (laughs) You can DM them to us. You can text us. You can reach us in whatever way you like to communicate. First question that came up. Guys. That's great that you explained the threesome. Thank you. I hadn't thought about some of those things. <laughs> However, you didn't explain how to convince the third person. Holy shit. We missed that. How did we forget that's a, the hardest th- part? That's a big one, too. And then you kind of think of it from their perspective. Okay, so let's think of it from the third person perspective. So let's let's take the equation out of finding someone online that's already down for a threesome. Right. Someone who's just like, hey, I'd like to fool around with a couple. Are you guys down? Okay, because that does exist. Yes, it's out there. That kind of raises a red flag to me anyway. Sure. Sure. So let's say that you are going to approach someone you know, okay? That's your choice. An acquaintance, a friend, whatever the case might be. Think about it from that person's perspective. How would you want... They're just having a regular Friday. They came in, they sat down at their desk, they turned on their computer, maybe they grabbed a coffee. Sure. Regular run-of-the-mill heading into the weekend. And then you're about to drop a bombshell on them. How do you do it? Like, again, I feel like it's one of those things. We talked about the couple needing to kind of indicate that they'd be interested first, right? Right. You may drop those small hints. Does the third person need to make some kind of an indication? I feel like you'd need to, you'd both need to think of that person that you'd like to invite. And it's not just based on who you're attracted to. It it also has to be someone that's not going to run away screaming when you approach them with the idea. You and I have had many conversations about this because you are what I like to call my moral compass so that I don't get myself into trouble in the Me Too era. If I just walk up to the receptionist and say, right, hey, not sure if you've got any plans this weekend, (laughs) but I talked my girlfriend into a threesome and I think you'd be perfect. Oh, you'd be fired. This is why. Okay, so I think that we do need to address the rules of of asking for a threesome because I think one of those rules should be you avoid anyone you work with. Nobody at work. No. You spend more time with the people you work with than anybody else. That's exactly why. Because if it goes awry, let's say all of the scenarios that we mentioned in the last podcast, 
you freak out and peace out halfway through. Right. Uh, you do something inappropriate or you cross a line or something. You have to see that person every single day. I say avoid, avoid, avoid your coworkers. I don't know who else you're supposed to approach. What do you just go and sit down at a bar over yes. there at the Holiday Inn sure. and see if somebody comes up? That's an idea. You it's could an do idea. That. And I'd like I said, an acquaintance. So maybe it's someone you used to work with. You know what I mean? Or someone that you maybe knew from school, but you chat with on Facebook. Maybe they're giving you an indication that they might be interested. You could start a conversation. I just, to me, you avoid the people you see day to day when it's a scenario like that. Unless you happen to openly know somebody that is down for it, or maybe was in an open relationship with someone at one point. So you know that they might be open and you want to approach it. I just say avoid though. I say avoid it unless you're 100% certain that person once mentioned to you, they'd like to be a part of a threesome. So let's say, for example, I've got somebody in mind. Okay. Who do you have in mind? I don't have anybody in mind. (laughs) However, I'm wondering, first off, before I ask this question, can you ask an ex- Mm, that's probably not a good idea. You don't think so? I couldn't call up like an ex-girlfriend and no. say, hey, I'm in a new relationship. Why would you want to? I'm just curious because you're comfortable with that person. You're familiar. There may be a level of trust there. Why would your current partner want you to fuck around with your ex-girlfriend in front of her? And do you tell your current girlfriend this is your ex-girlfriend? Oh, that's ah, another good question. Oh, that's a good yeah, point. I love it. Okay, so let's say I've narrowed down this one person and I think, ah, I found the one. Okay. Somebody has to say it. How do you have that conversation? It doesn't happen. I don't see. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think it's one of those things that just happens in one conversation. So let's say, you know, this person, uh, they work at a store that you frequent. Okay. You go into the store. It's a convenience store. You go there almost every day or you get your coffee from this person. Are you suggesting I have a threesome with a girl at Rabba? Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I'm suggesting. But let's say you go to Rabba. Let's say that you get your newspaper. Oh, fuck, that's old school. Uh, let's say you go into Rabba. Let's and say you, you live in the 80s and you go in there to get your newspaper every day. <laughs> I couldn't think of an example. Let's say you get a week. Let's just say weekly. You go in for your weekly lottery tickets, okay? Sure. And you know this person. You are attracted to this person. Your partner agrees this person would be a great candidate. Okay. So it's one of those things you have to slowly, slowly inch your way up on. You can't just one day out of the blue be like, I'll take uh, line 649 with Encore. Would you like to have uh, sex with me and my partner? That's Mm. not something you do. Okay. You have to ease into it. Maybe you make small talk. Maybe say, hey, you know, bring up your partner and see where they might stand on your partner generally. Like, you know, blah, blah, said that you're pretty. That's a good, let's just say in your scenario, okay? You've got a girlfriend, you want to bring a girl into it. You start off with something like that. Like, you know, my girlfriend the other day told me she thinks that you are gorgeous. And I tend to agree with her. Like, something that's not too much. Wow. You know what? I just felt that. Because even that thought made me think... That's real. As soon as you say, hey, my partner thinks you're attractive, and I agree. Now you're that, getting yeah. closer. Because I'm trying to think of the things that people could say that would say to you, right? Think about it. Think of something that someone would say to you to make you think, do they want a threesome with me? That's one of those things that I think she would be thinking about after you left. Like, why did he go out of his way to point out that his girlfriend finds me attractive and so does he? Hmm. That gets the wheels spinning. Right? You want to leave it on a cliffhanger. Right. Then the next time you see her, uh-huh. you can bring up something else. I told my girlfriend that that uh, I told you she thought you were attractive and she got all embarrassed and shy and giddy and man, I I think she's got a crush on you or something, you know, then see what, you know what I mean? There, I'm giving some great suggestions, by the way. These are fucking great suggestions that aren't going to scare the person away. What about Jesse? I could try Jesse, right? 
Oh, I wouldn't do it. No, no. What What was my fucking rule? Were you even listening to me? She a few just minutes? walked by. What were you? Did you even hear what I said three minutes ago? I heard it. It's I said just, no coworkers. I just wanted a perspective on how someone would you like passed, to be approached. Simon passed by. Yeah, I don't want another guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make it clear. I don't know who's listening to the podcast. I don't know. It's easier with a guy. It's much, much, much easier with a guy. Because you can just go to a guy and say, hey, girl wants to have a threesome. Are you down? Right. And then I think you can basically work out the details fairly quickly. Not as easy approaching a female. Or is it? Are we overthinking this whole thing? Maybe girls just want you to put it out there. Like, hey, you down? Yeah. You down? You know what I would do, though? <laughs> One of the better approaches might be to figure out between the two of you as a couple, who's the better person to approach that person? Who's someone that they'd feel a little bit safer? Maybe it's best if your girlfriend walked into that store and Ooh. said to the girl, I heard that Scott was saying that I thought you were attractive. Like, oh, so embarrassing. But anyway, just want to let you know it's true kind of thing. Make her feel safe. Don't make her feel like it's all your fucking idea and you're you're coming up with some BS. I'm just the creepy guy who still buys a newspaper. You know, <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure you gotta make sure you get checking that newspaper out, or else how else are you gonna know what's happening in the world? Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Make sure the other person feels safe. I think that's very important too. Okay. By doing that, I think you got to realize you might not be the best person to bring it up. She might be. Right. What if she is like okay? If you really want to, fine, but you work it out. Then it's still back on me. And I imagine yes. there'd be other couples so in this situation. Cre- just don't be creepy. Be anything but yourself. And you... First off, <laughs> we're not talking about me. We're using I'm me as an just, example. Okay, sorry. And even though I do have a tendency <laughs> to be a little bold sometimes. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think that you got to approach it the best way you can. And feel the person out too. Not physically. I mean, like... Thank if, you. if they get weirded out a little bit, like, and they kind of... You can all you can tell by the demeanor. If all of a sudden they get very like, okay, that'll that'll be your newspaper is going to come to three dollars and sixty five cents or whatever newspapers go for, and then they like want you to pay and get the fuck out, then don't ever bring it up again and move on to someone else. We did a whole podcast low key shitting on newspapers when we were trying to talk <laughs> I'm about so threesomes. Sorry. <laughs> I actually love the record. For the record. I love the sun. I love the record. I love them all. Warmington's great, isn't I, he? I love oh, a good yeah. newspaper. Ad Kinsella. I, he can write. I Holy. truly do. <laughs> okay, so for anybody who's thinking about taking any of our advice this weekend, ask yourself, do I trust Scott and Kat? Because if the answer is yes, fire away. If the answer is no, Google it. How do you ask for a threesome? Can you Google that? I'm sure you probably can. Hang on, I got my You phone do right it. Now. I don't want it on my history. Let's see what Google says when you're asking for a threesome. How do I suggest a What's the automatic threesome? pop-ups when you start to say suggest? Okay, let me back out of that. How do I suggest a friend on Facebook? That's boring. Ew. I don't want to suggest anybody like any of my friends. <laughs> Oh, Ask Man has an article from uh, June the 5th, 2018. Sometimes in a relationship, you're not sure how to phrase a delicate subject or tricky topic. Sure, saying nothing at all is easy, but avoiding the subject doesn't do any good. It's a phantom thought that has occurred to most people in a long-term relationship. What if we had a threesome? That super sexy scene from the movie I watched last week 
Could I recreate that with my girlfriend? It's the ultimate fantasy, but it's definitely not an easy thing to bring up with the person that you're dating. Number one, don't bring it up as a way to spice up the relationship. Number two, ask her what and who she would be comfortable with. Number three, don't discuss it as a concrete event. I think they're suggesting you treat it like a hypothesis Mm -hmm. or theory. Don't make it seem like you're going to do this. This is in the bag. Number four, be ready to deal with feelings of jealousy. Number five, do it for the right reasons. And remember, it might not be as sexy as it sounds. Like we see, and that's all things we covered in the last podcast. Right. Was that it might be too real for you once you got ball swinging or vagina in the face and you're not interested in it. It might just be a very uh, quick to do. (laughs) You might think, oh, fuck. That was it? Well, A, I have no willpower at all. And B, that sucked. It might be a a sordid thing that goes on for a long time and, and it might be unpleasant or uncomfortable. You may have to reposition the camera like six times to get the right angle. Oh, to film it or not to film it. That's a whole other podcast. Okay. If you get one threesome in life, you have to film it, don't you? You have to. It's not even. You don't have to. But you would, right? If she says, okay, one threesome, we will do it once and then it doesn't come up again. Sure. You could film it as long as everyone's good with it. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you say no? If that's all what everybody wants. Thank Just you. make sure the third person wants it. Don't do, do one of those secretive ones. Guys, can you go to your girl now and say, well, Kat said it was okay. No, that's not what Kat <laughs> that's not is saying. not what I'm saying. But. But you could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Reach us anytime on Instagram or you can tweet us during the live radio show, 530 till 930 on 91.5 The Beat. And missed connections now. Missed connections. Ah, it's a replay of today's missed connections. You guys have a fantastic weekend. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for Missed Connections. We're going to tell you stories. Hang on, let me just adjust the piano here. We're gonna... It's amazing you could do that and talk at the same time, by the way. I think it's phenomenal that they brought in a piano for me on wheels. That's great. And you're seamless every time. It's every, incredible. Every time. It's time for Missed Connections, where we tell you the stories of people looking for other people. They can't find them, so they posted the story online, hoping the other person would come and find them. This is an all-Halloween edition. It's called, You Kept Your Horns On, Man for Woman. You were Maleficent. I was a minion. You told me your nephew loved minions and seemed to be sipping on some purple drink. You offered me a ride from a friend of yours. Next thing you know, skip two. We're naked in your friend's living room. Whoa. Well, nearly naked. You kept your horns on. Is that a thing? Do girls like that? You were wonderfully awkward, like making love to a beautiful Minotaur woman. (laughs) There were moments between the horns poking my eye or sacking me a little that really stood out to me. What were you doing that you sacked him with your horns? Don't tempt the bull. It's an interesting maneuver. Wearing red? 
I'll never forget some of those moments. Tell me what you told me to do at the end so I know it's you. I can only imagine what you told him to do at the end. It took all the costume off. Yeah, those Maleficent horns are nothing to screw around with. No, those they've are serious got, I horns. I mean, they've got twirls and points and edges and flipping all over the place like a roller coaster at Canada's Wonderland. Was that a conscious decision? Were they, like, getting undressed and she said, no, 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 no. the horns stay on? I am Maleficent, damn it. <laughs> you call me Maleficent. Tonight I'm not Jennifer. Tonight I'm Maleficent. She give him a little from the behind or what? I don't know. Like a little like that? Watch out. This is going to hurt a little. <laughs> Did he willingly go on his hands and knees? Did she tell him to? I mean, so many questions. <laughs> the horns stay on. <laughs> it's amazing that all this happened in such a short amount of time, and not once did he think, maybe I should get this girl's number. She was probably just pieced right out. Took her horns with her. This next one, I love these kinds. It's called The Drunk Trick-or-Treating Mom. Man for woman. Tonight, you and the little one came into my garage. I was dressed like Trump, handing out cans of Pepsi. And you... <laughs> That's a good costume if you're handing out Pepsi. You were a hot mummy. And a hot mom at that. Ew. You told me you had a flask on you. You winked several times in front of your son and kept telling him it was mommy's warm-up juice. You asked to use my bathroom and I obliged. This is a stranger's garage on Halloween, right? I'm, I'm not mishearing this. Hey, trick-or-treat and stuff. I gotta take a piss. Can I just... Like, I don't want to have to do it in the bush again. Can I just come into your house and use your bathroom? Can I, I don't even know what this woman was wearing, but can I tell you, I can picture this woman... A mummy. A mummy. Winking. Look, dude. In front of her kid. I wrap myself in toilet paper after dinner. I'm like, I'm out here in the freaking cold with a flask. Could you just let me go pee in your bathroom, please, Donald? Please? Good news is she already had toilet paper. <laughs> I won't even use any of your resources. <laughs> you can keep them. I'll just take a piece off my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you were in my bathroom. For 16 minutes before I came to get you? Well, she had to unroll. <laughs> she peed on her costume, and it's quite absorbent, that cottonelle. You gotta hand it to it. You gotta hand it to that. <laughs> when I got you, you left abruptly and suddenly with your son, whom I had a nice time playing with while you were in the toilet, by the way. He's a great kid. I wish you would have stayed a little longer. Well, trick-or-treating obligations and all, there probably wasn't a lot of time to stay after she spent 16 minutes in your bathroom. You're turned on. Maybe you should have called Parent and Child Services. <laughs> CAS, hey, how are you? Have I got a call for you? Pretty sure mom's doing a line of coke in your bathroom while she's left her kid in... In, in a stranger's garage. In a stranger's garage. garage. A strange man dressed as Trump. 
Excuse me, are you okay in there? <laughs> she either had to unroll her costume so she could use the toilet, or maybe your theory is correct, she brought her own mirror, or possibly she could have just ripped a little hole, like a pee hole. She could have done that too. It would have taken longer, but you like, do you want any? <laughs> Time to go home, kid. Halloween's over. <laughs> and I will see you in 364 days. 